This is Artful Discourse, your weekly escape into the vibrant world of creativity, culture, and intellectual exploration. I'm your host, Benjamin Kirk, and I invite you to join me on a journey through the rich tapestry of human thought and the beating heart of artistic expression at Fresno State's College of Arts and Humanities. Today, our guest, we have two guests, Dr. Maria Briggs, soprano and associate professor of voice and opera. Welcome, Maria. Hi, Ben. Great to be here. And Dr. Anthony Radford. Tony, is that all right? Tony's fine. All right. And professor of voice and opera and the director of the Fresno State Opera Theater. So welcome to both of you. Hello, Ben. Thank you, Ben. All right. So my first question, I have it for both of you. I'm going to ask Maria first, though. What do you love about music? Wow. That's a big question. Um, I think the most important thing about music is that it transcends cultures and languages and political affiliations. It's a very unifying activity. Um, I see time after time people getting together in orchestras and choirs, uh, in their community theaters. They leave uh, all their affiliations and other things they might fight about at dinner tables behind, and they get together to be creative and to be a part of something extremely positive. Um, Of course, (laughs) to me, music is also such an aesthetically amazing thing to be engaged in, and it's a very spiritual thing to be engaged in. I think before we could talk, we could sing. So that's my long answer. You know, I thought it was... uh... I thought it was hard to go first, but I think it's hard, it's harder to go second um, on this question. Uh, I I think it, from a personal level, it's just everything to me. I mean, it it's the first thing I remember doing. Um, it's the you know in life, and it's the first thing I first thing I do in the morning, and the last thing I do is listen or sing or think about music. So, I it music to me is is my my personality my culture my my profession and um my love so it's everything all right now we came together today to talk specifically about the art song festival and that's running thursday february 22nd through saturday february 24th um and i just want to ask you maria what is an art song uh, an art song is a fancy way of saying it's just a, a song, usually for piano and voice. Um, it uh, the the way it differs maybe from pop songs or Broadway songs or opera songs is that it's been carefully composed by highly trained composers and uh, set to carefully selected poetry. Uh, it is performed by highly trained classical singers, usually. So the experience is that you get uh, the best quality piece uh, musically, poetically, and as far as performance. It is a microcosm. Uh, it is not uh, from a show. It stands on its own. Sometimes it's part of a collection of songs, but even then, an art song stands on its own as a beautiful piece of music, poetry, combined, expressing 
uh, a story, an idea. Mm. You have anything to add, Tony? Yeah, I mean, I think just the history of it is that it it started probably in the late 1700s, early 1800s um, as a short form, short art form. Um, and as Maria said, it's a it, it, to poetry. It's it's kind of a fusion of poetry and music. And we think of you know the the first masters of this art um, probably in Germany, um, writing to the words of Goethe mainly, you know, or, um, or other major poets, but. Um, Schubert, um, and then a little bit later Schumann um, in Germany, but yeah, short form, short art form, um, expressing expressing poetry is a great summation of it. And then, of course, it's been um, uh, promoted and 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 spread around the world. We have amazing collections of art songs from Russia, from the United States, from uh, South America from Spain, and um, it's really become an international art form, and it's still growing. Yeah. And this is the seventh annual Art Song Festival, and what I really find unique about this is it brings together singers, brings together poets, composers, and all of them work together to ultimately produce a song and then perform that song, a completely original piece. Yes, and <clears throat> let's not forget the pianists, of course. Oh, of course. Uh, yes. Yeah, uh, well, you know, when we first started the Art Song Festival, the idea was let's promote the genre and uh, show our students what it is and give them an opportunity to perform their art songs. And then we, by the second uh, festival, we opened up the composition competition because we thought, well, Let's create some new art songs right here at Fresno State. And our first uh, poem was set to Poet Laureate's uh, 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 Herrera's poetry. And after that, we thought, well, why don't we let our student poets write the poetry? So it's completely uh, student work. And it's been an amazing result. We have a poetry competition that starts in March. And then the winner of that competition is th that poem is set. Uh, by the composers who compete and their competition opens up in August and then they submit their works and um, then we select the finalists from those and then our singers learn those and perform them at the festival. So it's a whole, it's 12 months of effort um, and then the pianists get involved as well and we perform the finalist compositions at the finals but it's 100% student work poetry uh, music and performance. It's amazing. A, a truly interdisciplinary event. Yes, it is. I think I think that's very important. We want to teach our students that we're all in this together. Well, singers can't sing without composers composing the music, and composers really can't compose it without poets giving the the words uh, to them. And uh, it's it's good to get everybody in the same room. Now, I wanted to play a little example of the type of music that we're talking about just to give our, our our listeners an idea and we selected a track off of your album and i wonder if you can kind of introduce your album in this track really quick um so you will hear a russian art song um and this will be performed by myself soprano 
accompanied by Drew Quarren, who's our collaborative pianist, and is also uh, going to be playing at the festival. We're very lucky that uh, to have a person of his caliber. And you'll also hear Dr. Torren on the viola on the track, who is also performing at the festival. And I just want to say this is your album, uh, Maria Briggs, uh, Winter Evening was re- uh, 2022. Correct. And um, I found this album on just Google Music, and I assume it's available in a... Yes, you can stream it on any platform. Yes, correct. Let's play it. Beautiful work, beautiful work. Ben, I just want to mention, uh, I didn't even give you the title. This was Anton Arensky's Lily of the Valley. Um, and the text of that poem is written by Peter Ilyich Tchaikovsky, who was also a, a great composer okay, and a poet. Now, Maria, last year's winners uh, went on, and they, they went on to KVPR. 
and and I, I have this up right now, and they 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 did a performance. So I want to play a little bit of that performance, but I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit about what we're going to hear right now. Uh, we're going to hear Annika Bull soprano uh, playing with Anthony Zorgensen, composition by Marcus Olveraka, who was the competition winner for 2023, set to the poetry winner Sharon McLean's poem Unearthing Home. That was Annika Bull. Yeah, Annika Bull, uh, soprano, uh, studied with me for four years and and from Madeira, and um, she's now in the first year of her master's at DePaul University in Chicago. So she's look out for her. She's an artist of considerable talent. All right. You you describe briefly a little bit how how it works, but I kind of want to get when does the process start? Uh, we start with poetry. I think text is very, very important in art song because it will dictate the character and the mood uh, of the music, the drama of the piece. So we always start with words. Uh, so we, we first, I, I, I consult um, my colleagues like Dr. Radford, our composition department, our poetry department. We select a theme and then we uh, put uh, ahead the call for poetry and say, this is the theme, these are the guidelines, please submit your poems by this date. And, and this, this is a year, a year in advance. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So 
uh, after this festival is done in February, right away we're going to start the call for poems for next festival because that's how long it takes for the cycle to <laughs> to turn around. And then is it, does a, a few poems move forward or are, are selected or do composers get to pick them? How does that work? Uh, I recruit my amazing colleagues to mm -hmm. judge uh, the poetry. There's a lot of volunteer volunteering involved. <laughs> so Dr. Atford is one of our poetry judges. We have some uh, poets who are judging. We have composers judging because it's important to see, you know, some poems may be great poems, but they're not necessarily lend themselves to be set to music or sung. So we have to judge it from several perspectives. And uh, we have, we've been, you know, receiving up to 20 submissions, which is high for us because we're only uh, opening up to Fresno State students. Um, and from that, we select some finalists mm -hmm. and a winner. We don't re reveal the winner until the finals of the festival. Uh, and it's a blind review. Everybody just gives, they have a rubric and they give points. We don't discuss the judging with each other. And then uh, it goes into a spreadsheet, we add up, and whoever comes out with the top numbers, the winner. We, you know, uh, we try to keep it as objective as we can, mm -hmm. even though it's poetry, it's highly subjective, but we have a rubric. And um, so there are finalists and winners. And um, I personally don't get involved in the judging at all. I just facilitate it. But you do. Judicate? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in the process at the beginning, and uh, I don't know if I've been in the process at the end as an adjudicator yet. For, for, for composition? Yeah. So for composition, I, we have five composers from different uh, campuses uh, judging compositions. This is what we've been doing so far. We constantly review what we do. Mm -hmm. So um, if we... You know, if we feel that maybe we need some singers or pianists on that uh, judging panel, that's fine. Uh, we can add those. Uh, so far, we've only had composers judging the composition. So, yes, we give the poet poem, to, and we, then we call for scores, for composition scores. We say, this is the poem. These are the, your guidelines. Um, so, we have a time limit. Yes. So all the composers are... are Composing off this, the one winning poem. Yes. Mm -hmm. but, they but they don't know who it's by. They keep asking me, who? I want to put it in my score. Who is the name? Who wrote it? <laughs> I said, well, look, I'm sorry, guys. I can't tell you. I'll let you know at the finals. <laughs> so, so, so the finals, everybody, everything gets revealed. Yes. Uh, we, have, we will have all the poetry finalists come up mm -hmm. and read their poems. It is the most moving experience. I mean, I, I'm always moved to tears when I hear all that gorgeous poetry. I think they should all be winners. But, uh, and then we hear the five or six composition finalists. Mm -hmm. So each composer also comes out and talks about their process and their work. And then right after that, our student singers and pianists perform it. Uh, it's just uh, an amazing night. And so the final competition is, is uh, the best Yes, so oh, there, there's always the best a, composition and the best singer. Yeah, uh, after that we also have our uh, vocal finals uh -huh. because during during the festival our vocalists are singing in master classes with guest faculty. Um, they're usually international stars, uh, um, 
and they select those guest faculty select singers for the for the uh, vocal finals too. So actually, there are, there are three finals taking place: poetry, composition premieres, and vocal finals, all on the same night. You know, I'm finding it very hard to explain this festival. I, I haven't found a good way of explaining it because <laughs> there's so many things happening. But there are three competitions, and the finals are all on that night. Um, the Entry is free for anybody with Fresno State ID, faculty, staff, students. If they want to bring their friends, please buy your tickets. It's only $5. You can already uh, buy those online. You can only buy them online. You can't uh, buy them in person anymore. Yeah. And, and, oh, oh, sorry, I should mention the audience gets to vote for their favorite singer and for their favorite composition. We have audience prizes too. So the more friends you bring, the more chances that you will win the audience vote. And as always, you can find all of the the event information for the public events and the tickets uh on Fresno State website. Fresno State well, website calendar.fresnostate.edu and that'll link you directly to the ticket sales website. Exactly. Yeah. I've th- I've thought of a way of describing it in a, please, a little bit. I mean, I think I think that there are I mean, uh, two main tracks here is is that there is the uh, teaching the students the tradition of art song through what they're presenting. Um, and you know, I'm preparing my students on to sing, um, you know, Italian, German rep, rep from the last 200 years. But then there's also teaching them the creative side, the the living side of this art. And this festival does both of those things. So I think in a, sort of a macro way, we're teaching creativity on all levels. But but we're teaching creativity um, of of the past and creativity of today, and actually the creativity that's going on here at Fresno State and here in the Valley. Right. I mean, that's, that's a, an amazing component of this because you know, there are a lot of art song festivals that sort of study art song as, as a, a museum piece, and that's fine, and that's what we need to teach as teachers, but there are not very many art song festivals that um, create new works mm-hmm. right here. And showing that art song is a living art and a local art, and something that we can all create and participate in. I just also want to mention, Dr. Ratford, that, that, that was great. I need to make sure I write that down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I want to mention that we also have other disciplines participating. In the mornings, we have our dance instructors coming in. Um, Kathy Luo from dance, Kenneth uh, Baland from dance, who are going to be doing breathing and stretching with our students. We have John Carr, musicology, giving a lecture. Uh, Dr. Klima is going to be giving a piano masterclass as well. We have several concerts by guest faculty, by by our faculty. Um, we And you're involved too. You will be taking mm-hmm. our students to the TV studio to do their headshots. Yeah. Um, so there's... There's a lot of stuff going on besides the finals. I mean, finals is the very exciting part of it. But the and and then on Saturday, on the last day, we are hosting national classical singer auditions, and we have people coming from all over uh, the valley to to take part in that. All right. So it's it's truly an enriching experience for the students involved, and and the public is can come out and experience it as well. Not only the competition, but also we have some guest artists who are also doing some recitals. Can we talk a little bit about uh, Thomas Michael Allen Tenor and Maya 
and I don't want to butcher her last name. Kirani. Kirani. Yeah. And, and, she, and she's a soprano. She's a soprano. Yeah. Well, we, you know, every year, Dr. Radford and I discuss, so who are we going to invite? What? And, and um, it's, you know, it's very difficult to secure amazing people, but we've been successful so far. We we want people with international career, people with extend, extensive discography, um, also, but also people who are great teachers. Because we can get in an opera star and our students may not benefit. They may do a great recital, but mm -hmm. they don't necessarily have the teaching chops or uh, be able to approach our students on a nice personal level that's comfortable for them and that's going to be beneficial for them and not intimidating or... Um, well, and Thomas Michael Allen, he is a professor yes. at USC Thornton School of Music. So he's he's already, I assume, a great teacher and a performer who's performed very internationally. Yeah, very distinguished performer with uh, an amazing track record of roles, concert appearances, huge discography. Um, and then, of course, and, and, and also he's just a really lovely person. I always try to get a sense of that when I make a phone call and chat to them. Oh, are they going to be, if, if, if they seem to be easygoing <laughs> mm -hmm. and flexible and nice to talk to and kind of understand and appreciate what we're trying to do, then uh, it works. And then I have to make sure they're available. And then Maya is also, uh, you know, she's a kind of early to mid-career singer with already some amazing achievements. Uh, she sang in major houses around the world. She has... Uh, She's been uh, premiering roles at Glyndebourne in France and uh, has a great calendar uh, this year and next year with roles like Orfeo, roles in Don Giovanni. And um, she started here in the Central Valley. Oh. And she started with Opera Modesto, went through that. And, uh, you know, she's a mother. She has two little children, so she has that experience to talk about as well as a an artist who is a mum, mm. and actually I, I've interviewed her, and that article will be coming out short uh, in, on classical singer, so I'll be sharing that around with the students. And uh, and she's a beautiful soprano and an expert in early music, which, which we haven't had yet. Yeah. All right. Um, so we're, we're coming towards the end here. I just want to ask if there's anything I missed at all, anything you'd like to add about... Well, I mean, I, I just on the the students' ability to experience professional artists. I mean, I think uh, Maria and I, you know, um, we are we we are with them every day, you mm -hmm. know, and 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 we nurture them on a daily, weekly basis. But for them to experience um, um, professional artists. Um, you know, just for these few days is such a, a special occasion. I, I just remember my own upbringing and um, being able to, one of the benefits of, of where I lived in Toronto was that I had a lot, a lot of exposure to different artists and the way that they approach their performing and um, just being able to be in their presence and the way that they, they talked about uh, or even demonstrated through their singing. So, this aspect that we bring in these international artists is 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 so important for our students to see another side, um, another opinion of 
of performing and 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 singing. So, and the audience coming to see these things, um, to see these these performers, it's it's so valuable for us. Maria, what are you most looking forward to with the event? You know, um, as an organizer, one of the main organizers, and also performer and a lecturer at the festival, I I look forward to making sure nothing goes goes sideways. It's just a very, for me, I am, I'm going to be a stress ball until it's over, you know, mm -hmm. and then I'll think back and go, oh, that went okay. But mm. I am so lucky that Dr. Radford has been so supportive from the very start. He's going to be the MC at our finals. He is always very encouraging of all his students um, participating, and, and he's been a fantastic collaborator in developing this, it kind of becomes so huge. I don't know how every year it becomes uh, crazy huge. We have so many faculty involved and so many students. And um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to everything. Uh, no dramas, you know, no canceled flights, things like that. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Briggs and Dr. Tony Radford for joining us today. Um, pleasure. Pleasure. I'm really looking forward to the art festival, art song festival. As always, I've been. Well, last you've few been years. a great supporter. You always there. You give us great publicity. You take fantastic recordings and photographs, and you're doing the headshots this year. We're very, very grateful that uh, and that you're doing this podcast as well. Yeah, and I just want to remind our listeners that this show and all of our archives are now available as a podcast. Just search. Artful Discourse, wherever you get your podcast. Artful Discourse is a production of the College of Arts and Humanities at California State University, Fresno. The dean is Dr. Honora Chapman, and the associate dean is Dr. Sergio Laporta. This program is written, directed, and produced by me, Benjamin Kirk, the college's communication specialist. The theme song for Artful Discourse is Made in Voyage by Fresno State music professor Benjamin Boone from his album, Joy. More information about his music can be found at benjaminboone.com. Special thanks to KFSR and FSR Underground General Manager Julie Lindahl for making this show possible. You can learn more about the College of Arts and Humanities and find an archive of our shows at our website, cah.fresnostate.edu, or on our blog, fresnostatecah.com. <laughs>